Three, two, one, execute. Life is 10% what you make it and 90% how you take it. Hello, good morning. This is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO of 321BizDev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. 321BizDev LLC is a bilingual consulting firm which uh, provides sales system training and business consulting services. Our bilingual component is English and Spanish, and we support the following white collar small business owners, attorneys, CPAs, dentists, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, and real estate brokers across the United States. 321 BizDev LLC is not a marketing company. We are a consulting firm. We provide that sales system training that most companies do not have, especially if you are a small business owner. If you come from the corporate side, the big Fortune 500 corporate side like, like I did, uh, then, you're, then you know what I'm talking about. But the sales system uh, part does not exist in the small business community and it's it, it's sorely needed and that's our purpose here at 321 BizDev LLC. If you need to reach me, my telephone number is 833-321-3212 in the US and Canada. And if you are a Spanish speaking business owner, please contact our Vice President Jaylen Rodriguez. Her telephone number is 786-697-3400. Today's podcast topic is titled, What is Push versus Pull Marketing? I have been waiting a long time to do this. Um, you know, the election part is over with, so now it's time to move on. Uh, many small business owners will need to dig deep uh, now as we are in the new administration. And you would have to dig deep even if the old administration was the current administration because of the COVID-19 situation. And um, I've, I've heard a number like 25% of small business owners are gone and another 30 to 40% are on life support. So regardless of who's in the, the big house, um, business owners need to uh, you know, elevate their game. And that's the purpose and that's our reason for 321 BizDev LLC is to help white collar small business owners. So push versus pull marketing. Where do I begin? Well, the subject matter is actually uh, almost like an MBA type level course if it was taught. Unfortunately, it's not taught in college. It's not taught in uh, specialty schools like dental school, law school, medical school, or even the CPA accreditation classes. It's not taught. It's a concept that comes from mainly the corporate world and also uh, psychology. One of the best sites that I want to refer to people is 16personalities.com. That's 16personalities.com. That's not going to give you the background behind push versus pull marketing, but it will give you some insight of that there are so many personalities out there that that salespeople consultants white-collar small business owners uh, retailers have to be cognizant of 
And I think they are cognizant for the most part, especially if you are a retail person. And I'll give you a clear example. When someone comes in the store, in your store to to browse or to uh, shop, you know, the training for the, the retail reps is to let them kind of walk around for, for a couple of seconds, maybe a couple of minutes. And then after they have spent some time, maybe five minutes looking around, the retail rep is trained to approach the person and to say, you know, sir or ma'am or miss, uh, can I help you? When that this happens, <laughs> I just want to tell you that because we have 16 different personalities that are out there, their retail rep can expect a number of things. The first thing the retail rep can expect from that person is, you know, in a sense, why are you bothering me? I'm looking around. Then another reaction could be, yes, I am looking for something. Maybe you can help me. Um, then the other reaction is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ignoring you. <laughs> and one other option, and I'm going to be a, a comedian right now. If you're black, it's like, what am I? You think I'm stealing something? <laughs> and of course, it's not just black. If you go to Los Angeles and you're, and you're looking around in some of these high end stores, I'm not even sure if they're open. But if you're looking around in some of these high end stores uh, in, in Fairfax or Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills, uh, there's a lot of people in those stores that, <laughs> that possibly could be stealing something and they're not black or Hispanic. Maybe they're white. Maybe they're Arab. Maybe they're something else, Asian. But <clears throat> that's one of the examples of, of there's so many different personalities out there. Another example or great example of push versus pull is when someone walks into, let's say, a networking session. And I'm not even sure if we do that anymore. Do we have networking sessions still? With the COVID-19, well, I'm going to pretend like we do have networking sessions. So let's say a guy comes in to a networking session and is dressed pretty well. Maybe hair, maybe the person has their, their hair groomed. Okay, so that person is sending out a message to uh, onlookers. And there's a great book out there. It's called How to Work a Room. And I can't think of the author at this time, but it's How to Work a Room. The author is a woman from New York who has a lot of experience in PR. So again, let's say that guy enters the, enters the networking session, looks great, hair looks great, great suit. That person is sending a message. So that person is in fact pulling people uh, to him. Same thing for a woman who's dressed sharp, looks great, hair is done great. Um, that person walks into the room and she too will pull people to her. What do I mean by pull? I mean, the man or woman is going to get a great initial reaction from onlookers. The phrase that goes like uh, first impressions or the best impressions. That's an example of pull. Now, that means if that man or woman approaches one of the onlookers, that man or woman will be perceived warmly because, you know, he or he and she or he or she, you know, had that pull. And this, when you read that book, the, and when you read that book, How to Work a Room, 
you will better understand what I'm talking about. So those are some sort of um, uh, visual examples of a pull. Let me give you some examples of push. A uh, push is is really when I would I would simplify it by saying push is really when you have a sales rep who's just talking way too much and the person is aggressive and talking and pushing you to the product they're pushing you to uh, believe in what they're talking about and you might be surprised to hear this but pushing is what most white-collar salespeople do they push and they don't know that they're pushing but they are pushing and pushing actually is the sort of like the origin of the phrase pushy salesperson but many salespeople many white-collar business owners who I call salespeople and I just want to say if you are an attorney a CPA a dentist a plastic surgeon an insurance broker or a real estate broker you are a salesperson you're in sales and a lot of white-collar small business owners don't like hearing that but you are in sales because you are moving a product from your company to another person to a consumer or to a business and that's one of the biggest things one of the biggest challenges my company sees is that many white-collar salespeople especially the attorney, the CPA, the dentist, the plastic surgeon. They don't believe that they are salespeople. Now the insurance broker and the real estate broker, they see themselves as in sales because they do a lot of uh, you know, meeting with people face to face and they, they are mostly uh, involved in the prospecting component. So back to pushy, the pushy salesperson. Uh, the pushy salesperson is that person who may not even know that they are pushing and the reason why they don't know that they're pushing is because they don't know anything else that's really just it they don't know that they are pushing their product or service to that person they want to sell it to and essentially when you're pushing you're not giving the the prospect or the potential client the opportunity to talk and that's one of the best ways to, to move from being pushy to pull in fact I'll just tell you a secret a secret that'll save you six hours in my sales training class now you probably won't understand all of it just on my next uh, sentence but you will be on the pathway to understand the difference between uh, pulling and pushing based on my next statement if you want to increase your sales overnight the best thing you can do is stop talking or reduce your talking by 80 percent and increase your listening by 80 percent so in other words you want to have a, a, a interview I call it I don't call it necessarily an appointment or a, a time for you to trade information with a prospect I call it an interview if you want to have at least I would say triple or quadruple better results 
switch your 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 time or or your switch the dynamics in your sessions with uh, potential clients. Go from eighty percent talking and twenty percent listening to eighty percent listening and twenty percent talking. Now you may not know what to do with that. That's why you need to call three two one BizDev LLC uh, because. Uh, to do that, there are some other things that you need to do, some other things you may need to know. But uh, that will that will at least give you a start. And of course, you can always look up online uh, about why listening is far better than talking. Maybe that will encourage you to call 321-BizDevLLC. Now, I have a great example of a client session that I had with Combined Insurance. Uh, they are a supplemental insurance company similar to Aflac, uh, maybe not as big as Aflac, but they are uh, in a category that, that that deserves some attention and respect. I was having this, this session with about 12 combined uh, agents here in California, and I was describing push versus pull. And this uh, agent that was uh, probably like in her late 30s, uh, she was, you know, very knowledgeable of her of her bit of her products and services. Uh, she was, you know, making money every month, but she was struggling at appointments at the interview. So I was explaining to her between I was I was explaining to her the difference between push and pull, and. Our 321 BizDev sales system classes uh, talk about push and pull over a six hour session. So I will uh, shorten my conversation that I had with her, the training I had with her. Uh, so I was talking to her about the difference between push and pull. And in our training, we, we talk about uh, what happens at the interview. There is a section in the interview that's almost like the final part of the interview. And this is when the pull process begins. And this agent just wasn't getting it. So I spent about two or three times going over it. Now the rest of the agents, they all had smiles on their faces because they got it. So I think I went into the fourth explanation over and over. this is like the fourth time I'm repeating it. And then finally, the light bulb went on in her eyes. And she said, oh, my gosh, I finally get it. And what she said was, I finally see what I was doing wrong at appointments. And I'm talking about she was pushing instead of pulling. And uh, so it was just a great day. I'll, I will never forget that day when this uh, this woman uh, identified what she was doing wrong and what and, and perhaps how she was missing out on, on, on some sales that she should have, you know, closed. And we're talking about people that that make five hundred, six hundred dollars every time they, they close a deal. So um, I'll never forget that appointment. I'll never forget that training session with the combined insurance. I'm trying to think, do I have any other thing to say about push versus pull? Again, push versus pull is a part of our six hour, six to nine hour training session. And the reason why we have an extended nine hour uh, training session, as opposed to the six hour training session, there's a lot of uh, salespeople, mainly white collar small business owners that have never 
taken business classes. And I'm not talking about like business accounting or, or business law. I'm talking about uh, things like why own a business? Uh, what are some things to be concerned about as you're transitioning from being a worker to a salesperson or transitioning from being a salesperson to a, to a consultant? There's a big difference between being a salesperson and a consultant. And you can kind of see the difference as we have discussed this push versus pull concept. So anyway, so if this information I discussed today stimulates some interest in learning more about 321BizDev LLC, please give me a call, Rick, CEO at 833-321-3212, or for Spanish-speaking business owners, please call our Vice President, Jaylene Rodriguez at 786-697-3400. I encourage everyone to visit 321bizdev.com. On the site, please click the services tab to complete a five-minute questionnaire. And this five-minute questionnaire will give us uh, some idea of what your current situation is or what experiences you have had in the past. Please uh, complete the survey. It's a five-minute survey, and a 321BizDev consultant will contact you within 48 hours uh, to schedule a 60-minute, no-obligation, free consultation. Anyway, this is Rick Napier, CEO, 321BizDev, LLC. Make it a great day. Bye-bye.